The following episode is part of the Pop Culture Cult Network. Good evening, cult members, and welcome to Pop Culture Cult. I'm Sean. I'm Janice. And welcome to our review. Non-spoiler. We might have to do a little bit of spoiler talk at the end, but it'll be okay. a non-spoiler review of season two of the Umbrella Academy. We should probably talk about this stuff before we start recording. <laughs> Whatever. I, I just, he tells me what we're doing uh, as we're, we're doing it. Oh, it'll be a little bit that we need to talk about at the end, but um, okay. this dropped on Friday. Uh, we watched the first five episodes on Friday. We raved all day Saturday, and then <laughs> uh, and then Sunday we finished it. Right, uh, and I think we both I, th- I think we both needed a minute to kind of let it digest because there's a lot that happens in the last three episodes. Yes, absolutely. So so I <clears throat> I keep thinking about how I feel about it, and I liked it. Don't don't think I didn't. Right, but. I'm I'm struggling because we've watched the first season so many times that we've had a chance to catch all the stuff and revisit the story because there yeah. there is a lot um you know going on there's there's all these different you know six different stories seven different stories yeah. eight different stories right so well, if you count ben you got seven you got yeah what's yeah so yeah yeah you've got a, a lot yeah and on. then what's going on with dad and mom and pogo and yeah so that's season one season two is just as packed um, yeah so yeah I, this will be a multiple watch oh yeah absolutely i definitely need to go back and rewatch it one of my um, one of my things for it was it seemed like it went by a lot faster. Like the pacing was a lot faster this year, this season. Yeah, I mean they don't have to. We we know now, right? Like we right. Know we don't have to do who the they whole... are and why they are yeah, and all yeah. of that. So yeah. they can just kind of jump right on into the action. And yeah, and I'm I'm really okay with they uh, they just they picked it up after they say Vanya at the concert yeah. and they, they jump right into the season yeah. um, from that point and they move forward. And, and I like how they're, it's not, it's not a spoiler. It's, it's been talked about in the previews and stuff like that, but they kind of get spread out over time right? in Dallas. And so them having to deal with out of place, out of time. Oh, by the way, one of them is black in the sixties right. in Dallas. Right. And so <laughs> they had to deal with um, that particular conversation, which I thought was handled really well. We also have to deal with, you know, just, you know, how do you go from, from living a life of somebody, somebody that took care of everything for you. Now that they did, you know, technically, almost all of them left yeah um except for luther in the first season but they i mean they they didn't have they show up to dallas in the 60s with nothing right (laughs) and what they do and how they handle that right and 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 each of their personality traits kind of lead them where they go yeah Yeah, yeah. absolutely i thought that was was really well done Yeah. yeah um one of my uh one of the things i read was that the, uh, the, this particular article, I won't name the article, uh, was saying that they changed the rules of the universe within the show. And I, I'm, I'm struggling with this concept because what I got from this was they all evolved 
and learned from their previous mistakes throughout this season. And there's a scene specifically in the last episode uh, or the next to last episode that directly relates to everything they learned in the first season. If you've seen the first season, you know kind of pretty much what I'm going to be talking about. Right. I, I just, uh, I, uh, first of all, the article itself made a point of using every 10 letter word or more in the sentence, the first sentence I read of the article. <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to curse here a little bit, but fucking writers who think they're better than everybody else by using <laughs> all these words. Um, it, it immediately makes me question your motives. Right. But uh, I, I really appreciated in this season that they, they were willing to, all of them, all of the characters were willing to accept where they made their mistakes yeah, and how, and, and how it affected everything else that happened to them in the first season. And that, and, and that is called growth and right. progress and learning. Maybe the Star Wars fans should learn this too. <laughs> it, it, but it just, I just, I really liked that concept. Right. Well, and it just, it, it moves the story forward, right? If, yeah. if you're going to do a series and your um, your characters aren't going to learn from their mistakes. They're just going to make the same mistakes over and over again. Yeah. And that was like, you know, 60s sitcom, yeah. 70s sitcoms, yeah. right? Where they just it was shaped a little differently, but they did the same thing over and over again, you know, and, yeah. and that's boring. So, yeah, they should um, learn like just and they've grown evolved like klaus you know he he's still kind of a hot dumpster fire but he's not the same hot dumpster he, fire he uh he definitely uh definitely is on the wagon uh and and but you know he's it's klaus so he's you know kind of flaky as it is like yeah. naturally flaky yeah. as it is and they actually kind of go back and do like show some more character building in one of the episodes where they kind of show what that was going on um at uh what it has to deal with ben's funeral and stuff like that oh yeah yeah and yeah. uh and then uh and then luther too it was one of those that like had a point to do what he did in the same in the same thing in the first season yeah and didn't do it and then he becomes the aw shucks version of luther like yeah. the rest of the time and he's just you know happy to be there happy to be there with everybody yeah. and everything yeah um uh and five is amazing five's amazing klaus is amazing klaus has got all the best clothes yes um <laughs> Uh, I'm a, Allison has a bunch of really cool clothes to them dealing with um, racial issues in Dallas and in 63, just before Kennedy gets there. Um, uh, I, I'm never going to say that's heavy handed. Like some people may say that was a little heavy handed. Watch Watchmen and tell me that like you can now because like, well, you can't. You I don't think it was heavy handed I don't at think all. It was heavy that handed. was that's how that's what happened. That was Dallas. And yeah. I, uh, majority of the south right in the 60s um dallas was probably a slightly more progressive than the deep south but yeah. still not yeah still not great but yeah. they they helped they handled it very well and they handled it with um with showing what actually happened but also showed it with a dignity and oh by the way the people involved have superpowers yeah <laughs> 
and how having those superpowers are both good and bad. Right. And, and using could them make things way, worse. way worse than what they really are right. and stuff. And I thought that was really well done. There was an introduction of some new characters this season. Yep. Um, the most important is Lilla, Lily, Lilla, Lilla, um, who ends up being Diego's um, hanger on. Uh, <laughs> Diego ends up in a mental institution um, and because he's trying to save Kennedy, this is not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. Um, (laughs) And she is like the one person that kind of talks to him on a regular basis and, and stuff. And her introduction, especially the first probably Lila, 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 Lila. Lila. Yeah. It's spelled Lila, but I was like, yeah, "Mm -hmm." Lila. Yeah. Um, Lila. Uh, her introduction specifically in the first three episodes, she is even more crazy than the umbrella Academy, which leads puts some normalcy to what we expect from the umbrella Academy and how everything is. And she's like the crazy wacky one and her story arc and why she is who she is, what she is, all that is a nice addition to, to both building the lore of, the umbrella Academy itself and in this universe, but also it adds another wrinkle into the story of them. Right. And it does kind of help with the, towards the end when it starts, you start to see where things that happened or things you were shown in the first season, um, uh, kind of where they are, how they happened. I'm trying not to say, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it kind of gives you an another side to things that you saw in the first season, yeah. um, and kind of some context to some of those. It's things. really well handled. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just would have said it, uh, but yeah, that I I I think that addition is really interesting. We will talk about some spoilers here in a second, but the last little thing I want to talk about before we get into the spoiler talk um, is the music is amazing. Yes, yes, uh, every, of course it is. It's Gerard Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> the music is really good in the first season. It's 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 the music is in there for flavor and stuff like that. Yeah. This is the music is a, is another character yeah. in this show. Yeah, and it's season. I I think they it felt like they went out of their way to use it's uh, I I think we knew all the songs, yeah. but not by who sang them. They were um, the all one different. Billie Eilish song was done by somebody else and with their permit, with Billie's permission. Yeah, no, there um, was a couple because there, there was a lot of older songs that I remember when I was younger, like 50, 60 songs. Yes. But, but, you know, with a little bit of a different twist, just, maybe slowed down or sped up and sung by somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. There was one specific song, um, the dead good the dead south the dead south uh independent um um bluegrass band that became very popular on the internet um their song which has almost got 200 million views on youtube um that song was in the show yeah used in a way i would have never thought of using it yeah yeah in that and that was uh that's that is one of the things I look at when I'm thinking about 
if I'm going to write a scene or if I'm going to add something to a scene or whatever, I always think about how taking a very unique song and adding it to a situation that you wouldn't necessarily think of and like a torture, you know, having upbeat song and a torture scene like they did in, um, in, uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs, yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of concept, and so yeah, it, like music in this season is th- another character and is used amazing, amazingly well. Yep, uh, yep. Um, let's we're gonna talk a little bit of spoilers, uh, a little bit, a little bit of spoilers, um, because uh, so spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. You've been warned. Thanks for watching or listening. Go watch it if you haven't already. Um, <laughs> So a little bit of spoilers. We have to talk about what happens when the world is is been saved again, uh, again, again, uh, and they go back, and it's no longer the Umbrella Academy, right? It's the Sparrows, right? And, and Ben's alive, ben is, yes, and apparently, kind of the head, the yes, the, he is number one, yes. So, so yeah, um, uh, I I have. I have some critiques about um, the show deviating from the comic. Um, the The first season is a amalgamation of the first book and the second book, the, the, the first run and the second run. And a lot of the second run deals with them going to Dallas um, and Dallas is specifically and saving JFK and stuff like that. And they, they dealt with a lot of that this season. Right. With direct connections of five older, younger selves and stuff right. like that. This, the third volume, the third run is all about all the bad guys they caught um, in a prison on the dark side of the moon. Okay. Like it's or an alternate dimension, alternate dimension. Oh, because um, I was gonna say it's dark it... side of the moon. They talk about the dark side of the moon yeah, and they, stuff in uh, passing. In passing, um, the other thing that Hargraves is trying to do in the second volume is get nukes from Kennedy, and with Kennedy being killed, he's no longer able to get the nukes. Right. Um, and and uh, it's also talked about in this season that Hargraves is not tough here. Um, but the, uh, but the idea of you're going to have essentially in a roundabout way, justice league versus the Avengers or justice league versus justice league dark or, or one team up group versus another team up group as the plan for the third season. I like taking it that way away from hotel oblivion that they did in the, in the third run. It, that's, that's a lot to explain uh, to an audience who are married to these seven characters. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I'm sure that they can still pull some stuff in or some characters yeah, in or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, they need to deal with the fact they have still changed time time yes them being there changed yes. time so um they're either going to stick to the rules of time travel as stony stony tony stark has <laughs> laid out for us um or they're just going to blow them completely out of the water and go do something like it sounds like this third run is so yeah i i think it's I, I, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. This is definitely going to be a rewatch for us a couple different times to catch some of the things. 
uh, it is got a lot of stuff going on. Um, and like, we're just touching the service surface of what is what happened in this season. And I'm, I'm really happy with it. Like I was, yeah. I was nervous. I was yeah. really nervous because yeah. it's hard to, uh, something that was so well done in the first season, um, and so well thought out. Uh, and now they have to kind of punt with their storytelling outside of the comics right to move forward and so that that like i was really nervous and i was really really happy with how it well went. and it helps that it's um in conjunction with who wrote the comics right so yeah gerard way and gabriel raw are both yeah. involved in, yeah and in so the they can say okay we haven't gotten to this yet but i had this idea to do this yeah. in the fourth run or yeah. and and so it's all still organic to where the story was going. It just hasn't gotten there yet in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's wise that you have the creators. They did this with old guard. They're doing it with why the, why the last man. Yeah. They did it with the boys. Like the, the actual creator of the comic um, was directly um, uh, ready player one. The, the, the um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Ah, I can't remember his name right now. Um, uh, he was directly involved in the writing of it too. And right. so, so that the idea of having these initial creators come in and have another brainstorming station about, cause you can't have to tell stories differently visually than you do in book form and stuff right. like that. And there's right. some stuff you can do and you some stuff that you can't do. Interdimensional stuff is really hard to do. Yeah. Uh, even doctor who, who does it. Yeah. A lot of places look like Cardiff. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want it to lose the majority of your audience. That's kind of been a, you know, it's, it's Netflix and um, they have not been a Legion level taking chances on a crazy story yeah. with their, they want to appeal to the most people possible. Yeah. So yeah. like boys would never have really been able to do what boys needs to do. On Netflix. On Netflix, but Amazon, but Amazon, thank God, said yes. Gives no Fs. <laughs> like, just watch what Amazon's been putting out there with stuff. And yeah. yeah. And so, it, yeah. And I, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm super happy with the season. I'm glad it really worked out. And uh, we'll probably have to go rewatch it a, like seven more times. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I absolutely want to watch it again. I'm excited to watch it again. We need to go finish watching Dunkirk. So that is our review <laughs> of season two of Umbrella Academy. What did you guys think? Let us know in the comments down below. If you are uh, watching us, on youtube like this video subscribe to the channel hit the bell for notifications if you're on the podcast feed follow us there we're trying to upload as much as we can but like everything else right now it's just weird and yeah. off so <laughs> we uh, can talk about reruns and movies that came oh, out two years ago sure why not <laughs> uh it's content bitches uh so let us know what you thought and uh li like subscribe do all this stuff follow us on all instagram facebook twitter all that stuff links in the description down below and until next time cult members until next time cult members <laughs> good afternoon good evening and good night